you cannot really believe what the Bible presents to us about our God and be afraid. I mean, if God is really who He claims to be in Scripture, we have no reason to be afraid. From Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth Podcast, Christian truths in an increasingly secular world. Welcome to the Straight Truth Podcast. I'm Josh Philpott, your host. As always, I'm joined by Richard Caldwell, the pastor of Founders Baptist Church. Our guest today is Ken Ramey, the pastor of Lakeside Bible Church. Well, brothers, uh, something that comes up in the lives of anybody, Christians or non-Christians, is this issue of anxiety. And uh, sometimes we associate this with worrying. Um, I'm sure you've dealt with that a lot in your ministries. Um, how does somebody deal with anxiety? We all face it, whether we want to or not. It, it's going to hit us at some point. And, and at sometimes it is, it, it is the sort of thing that will cripple us, mm-hmm. not only in maybe our marriages or our relationship with our children, our jobs, our ministries, if we're involved in those things. What, what, is, the, what is the answer for anxiety or how do we deal with mm-hmm. anxiety in our lives? Well, first, Josh, as you said, everybody deals with it, so I think we have to be honest about that. Um, The scriptures are honest about that. Uh, Many of the Psalms uh, acknowledge anxious, an anxious heart. Uh, What is anxiety? It's it's really fear. It's a fear of the future, Uh, a dread of what might happen, uh, or or a fear of something we know is coming, And, and so we anticipate. Uh, the pain, the heartache, the loss of something that, it, that is on its way. Our relationship to God is, is key there. I mean, you, the answer for anxiety, if, if we want to say it this way, is trusting the Lord. It's trusting God. But you can't trust a God whom you don't know. You can't trust a God uh, with whom you have no relationship. And so uh, faith in Christ is, is the ultimate answer for our anxious hearts. I'm grateful the Lord knows our frame. He knows that even with his people, people who, ha- who do know him through faith in Christ, uh, he knows that we're small. He knows that, that we do get afraid. Uh, he doesn't um, just rebuke us over that. He directs us to himself. I think about Christ's extended teaching in Matthew chapter six, where he's teaching us uh, not to be anxious, but to pay attention to the fact that God takes care of birds Mm. that uh, mm. are in the air and he takes care of flowers in the field. And he asks the question, don't you know that you're of more value than they are? Mm-hmm. Uh, if God takes care of them, he'll take care of you. So he, he deals with us gently and patiently and kindly, compassionately and directs us back to himself. And so uh, the word of God says to us, don't worry about anything, pray about everything. Mm-hmm. which is to say, trust God with everything mm-hmm. uh, and know that he, he cares for us. I think about Philippians 4, just one example of this. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I like that notion of thankfulness in the midst of anxiety. But maybe the last thing that comes to our mind is when, we're, when we have this fear of the future. Well, that's right, Josh. And thankfulness, what would that say? I'm paying attention to God's past graces to me. Yeah. And I have to know 
that God's character and nature never changes. So the same God who's been gracious to me and good to me and faithful to me in the past is the God who's in my present and mm -hmm. the God who will be with me in my future. And so thankfulness is a key element mm -hmm. to overcoming anxious hearts, is to remember God's mm -hmm. faithfulness to us. Yeah, and to dwell on that. And I think in that same context, it's interesting. Um, we, we tell our people when you, when you have a care, the Bible says turn it into a prayer. Mm. But oftentimes we do that and then we say amen, but we continue to think about it and continue to worry about it. And the very next verse says, finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, um, dwell on these things. Let your mind dwell on these things. So it's, you know, in how do we deal with anxiety? It's first of all, pray and, 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 and present your anxieties to the Lord with thanksgiving. But then when you're done praying, you need to also ask the Lord to control your mind and not let your mind dwell on whatever it is you're fearful of, you're anxious about. And then it goes on to say, the things you've learned and received and heard from me and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. So mm -hmm. that whole passage there is talking about how to experience peace, which is the opposite of mm -hmm. anxiety mm -hmm. um, and fear. And, 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 it, and it is essentially being obedient, that even if you don't feel like doing something, you're, you're feeling fearful, you're feeling anxious. Those in many mm -hmm. ways are, are real feelings, mm -hmm. but they're feelings nonetheless. Um, we need to just do the right thing, even though we're feeling afraid mm -hmm. or feeling anxious. And I think that this whole anxiety um, subject has has been blown up in our culture. Yeah, yeah. You know, you have anxiety attacks, you have anxiety disorders. And so- There's medication for it. Yeah, and, and I think the church, unfortunately, has been undiscerning and has just accepted the world's diagnosis of these things mm -hmm. and they feel okay. Well, I, I just, it's not my fault when I'm anxious. It's, we're all anxious, you know, which, which is true. We all struggle with that. But the Bible is very clear, as Richard mentioned earlier, it's a sin. Mm -hmm. Anxiety is sin. We're commanded not to worry. We're commanded not to be anxious. And so it's one of those, I guess you could call respectable sins that we all admit, oh yeah, I'm, I, I struggle with that. But mm -hmm. okay, that's true. But are you applying biblical principles mm -hmm. to overcome that anxiety and uh, finding the peace that God promises us mm. that, that pat, uh, really surpasses all understanding? It makes no sense how we could be at such rest and peace in the mm. midst of circumstances that should make us fearful mm. and should make us anxious. Yeah, the, the Bible's answer for anxiety is a faith response. Yes. And when we say a faith response, we're saying it's a theological response. And God calls us to think through our lives with truth. And it does require obedience. It requires obedient thinking and choices in terms of where our mind is going to go. And in fact, we're taught in 1 Peter 5 that we humble ourselves by casting our anxieties onto God, knowing that He cares for us. It's a very interesting passage, 1 Peter 5, because it indicates that the root of our anxious hearts is pride. And that's something we don't uh, instinctively think. I mean, most people who are struggling with anxiety don't think, well, my problem is a pride problem. But the reason why it's a pride problem is because you cannot, and this is encouraging for our hearts as believers, you cannot really believe what the Bible presents to us about our God, His faithfulness, His knowledge of our lives, what we're going through, His care over our lives concerning what we're going through, His ability 
to do something about what's going on in our life, His faithfulness to make sure that He regulates everything in our life for His glory and for our good. You can't really believe those things and be afraid. I mean, if God is really who He claims to be in Scripture, we have no reason to be afraid, which means the only way we have anxious hearts is to say to God, either you don't really know what I'm going through or you don't really care about it or you have no ability to do anything about it, which would be a very proud thing to say. Mm -hmm. And so we humble ourselves by casting our anxieties onto Him, knowing, knowing that He cares for us. So it's a faith response, it's a theological response. It is one that requires obedient thinking. And that, and, and, and this, is, this is hope and peace for the non-believer as well, right? I'm thinking Romans 5 leads to peace, this knowledge of, of Christ and faith in Him right because what you guys are mainly addressing is this to believers they should they should note this peace that comes with knowing the savior right and respond accordingly but maybe for the non-believer that doesn't know christ right they have anxious thoughts right leading if if they're led to the scriptures what you brothers are saying then they can have 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 a peace in their hearts thankfulness to god right for absolutely and, and, and freedom from this anxiety as well. Yeah, the, the bad news is that you know, for a believer, things are better than we imagine when we're afraid. Mm-hmm. Things are not as bad as we imagine they are. For the unbeliever, things are worse than they imagine. Mm-hmm. So whatever you're afraid of in this life doesn't compare to an everlasting judgment from an almighty and holy God. It doesn't compare. And yet that same God who is to be feared is the God who has had compassion for sinners and who gave his only son to bring sinful men into a right relationship with himself. Christ came into the world to save sinners, Paul said, and he described himself as the foremost. So if if God would have mercy upon the apostle Paul who once was a persecutor of the Lord's church, he was saying God would have mercy upon anyone who's willing to look to God by faith in his son. And so these promises we're talking about are promises to God's children. Until you're a child of God, you can't take hold of these promises. And so the the unbeliever's first step to a peaceful heart is to acknowledge his or her sinfulness Hmm. and the fact that God has done everything necessary to to answer for those sins in his son Hmm. and look to his son for life. Well, thanks for joining us for this episode of the Straight Truth Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. Now, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this podcast on our YouTube channel. Or if you would like the audio version of this podcast, you can get that on the podcast app of your choice. For more details about Straight Truth, you can go to straighttruth.net. And there you can find details about our Facebook page and our Twitter page. Remember that Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, which is the preaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more info, go to walkingingrace.org.